What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. Welcome back to Morning Coffee and Fight News. This is episode 298 of the show, and we got something special for you guys today, man. You know, my my co-host today isn't just, you know, normal guy. My co-host today happens to be one of the best Bantamweights in the world, arguably the best Bantamweight in all of Bellator. We are talking about the Super One, Raytheon Super Stats. My brother, what it do? What's up, man? What's going on? As per usual, man, love the introduction. Um, got me hyped this morning. Let's go. Hey, man, we, like I said, I see you out here making breakfast. We got to make sure you're getting that day started on the right foot, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You already know, cooking up the egg, you know what I'm saying, whipping it up, you know what I'm saying? Like we hey, hey, well, look, dude, let, let, let's talk about this before we get it, get it cracking, because we you, you're you on the show today. I appreciate you you joining me on episode 298 of the show, and uh, and and I, we, we are going to talk about, for those listening, we're absolutely going to go ahead and talk about everything that's going on with UFC Two not you know two sixty four but 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 we have to talk about bro. You, when are you fighting for this chip? I mean, oh. my it, it is inevitable. I mean, come on, man. Like, you know, I gotta it, um, I gotta fight. I gotta fight this Magomedov kid. You know, which you know, I feel like I'm a. Dominant. He's tough. Yeah, he's, he's tough. tough. He's a tough. He's a tough character. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm focusing on that. You know. Um, I'm not really focused on, you know, like I said, I like, uh, I like that Sergio has the belt, you know, and I, I would like to have him, have him for a while. So I'm kind of not like really focused on it. Uh, if it comes, then, you know, I got to take it and, you know, me and Sergio's talked about that, but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not really focused on like getting or when I'm gonna get the belt, you know what I mean? I'm focused <laughs> on one fight at a time and I'm Absolutely. not opposed to, you know, uh, cleaning up the division before, you know, I fight for the belt. Well, look, you you do have Magomedov coming up, and he is somebody that Bellator is really looking at as one of their best guys. He is an absolute killer, and it's interesting because it really does seem like he the Bellator has it's almost like a tournament, and it's like they have you on one side and Sergio on the other, and they're having you guys literally clean out all the best guys in the weight class. It's kind of crazy. I mean, starting off even with like Keith Lee and moving on up, it's like all these dudes, you guys are just fucking knocking off left and right. And it's almost making it inevitable. But Michael Medoff has that same type of, that that Dagestani that you yeah. know that the they they they, they, they just they, they they're animals, bro, and and yeah. and I, and I love what they bring to the table. But how is because a lot of people don't realize it because they they see your roof sport, they see all your striking and stuff like that. And we've talked about it, but dude, your background's in wrestling. You're a wrestler yeah. by trade, for sure. So for sure. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. dude, you're, aren't you? From what I understand, you're you're one of the coaches over there as well for wrestling yeah, coaches. I'm, the, I'm a coach, right? I'm the rest, one of the coaches that um. Rufus Sport. Um, I exactly. coach wrestling at Rufus Sport. I coach also at uh, Ben Askren's Wrestling Academy. Um, oh. So, you know, I'm, I'm heavily with the wrestling. You know, I'm with the wrestling. We, if wrestling, <laughs> if you want to do some wrestling, I can do some wrestling. He's like, I'm here to wrestle. I'm we got you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wrestling for a while now. You know what I'm saying? I can wrestle with him. Well, well, let me ask you this then. And then in this case, like in building up for this fight and everything, how do you see? And again, it's, it's, it's not that far away, but you still have some time. Yep. For you, like, how do you see a fight like this going? And how's preparations for this been for you? Um, you know, preparation's been pretty good. I haven't um, set out to uh, Milwaukee yet to um, train. 
Um, yeah, so I'm pretty much just training. I've, I've trained a little bit with Corey Sanhagen, trained a little bit in uh, Nebraska. Um, you know, killer. So, yeah, yeah. So that was like, that was super cool. Um, you know, uh, he's a, a, a cool dude, man. And yeah. he's like a really, you know, uh, knowledgeable mixed martial artist. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's high level, you know, goals and, and it was good stuff. So, um, yeah. So I feel like this fight, um, like what I like about uh, fighting Magomedov is like he's primarily a grappler. He's good at striking too, yeah. but he's primarily a grappler. And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I know, you know, what he wants or what he needs to get to to be good at grappling. You know what I mean? So right. I pretty right. much uh, do <laughs> do the opposite. I keep him from getting to what he wants or make it make it harder to get to what he wants. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because obviously he wants to get to my hips and get his hands locked. Um, I make mm-hmm. it hard for him uh, by the way I, I fight. And then um, also... I feel like I'm a lot more athletic than him. I feel like I'm faster. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm stronger. So, um, you know, I just use those things to my advantage with the tactics of uh, making the fight more difficult for him to get to the things he needs to get to. So, um, I mean, pretty much with like every fight I have, which is like cool. Um, <laughs> like I have, I, I have all these skills or whatever, and I have all these. I I, I took a long time to um, like develop skills yeah. and pretty mm-hmm. much uh every uh, facet of mixed martial arts so now i get to pull out different toolboxes or different uh tools depending on who i fight you know what i mean uh, i've been saying right. this lately like i'm i'm a mixed martial artist but when in the ring you know i'm just in there playing rock paper scissors so if he comes with a uh, rock you know what i'm saying I'm a that's great with paper. you know what i mean if he comes with scissors i'm coming i'm coming with the rock so um that's that's kind of how i approach the game and um and so everybody also, um, the, the, the way I was able to develop my game, everybody's having to adjust to what I'm doing. So I'm usually, I'm doing kind of the, um, the same things, uh, but it's like directed different, different ways. And, and, you know, it, it turns out. You're, you're dictating the dance, I'm, which exactly. it sounds like, you know, exactly. and, and, and that, that's, and when fighters, yeah. one more thing is like, no, no problem. for me in my head, like, it's always my turn. Like, it's always like I'm not taking turns with these. I'm not giving these guys a chance to do anything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I'm like stopping stuff uh, kind of like I fight without fighting a lot of times. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I just dig deck to dance and it's always my time. You know what I mean? Well, that's the best thing. And I think it's funny because you always hear coaches say that, like, I don't want you thinking out there. I want you yeah. just reacting and moving and stuff like that. And it kind of sounds like you're at that point in time with, you know, within your development and everything that it is starting to become second nature. And it's funny to hear you say that because and it's funny because now, fam, like I got 300 episodes coming up. Like I've been doing this now for four yeah. years and you were one of my first interviews that I ever yeah. did. So like I said, so I've known you for like four years, which is crazy, yeah. you know, and, 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 and thinking about it, hearing your development from there to now is dope because you're, you're sounding like a championship fighter now, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And that's yeah. what it sounds like. It, it's like, you can tell there's been a, a some type of flip switched, like, aha, yeah, I yeah. got this. I figured I this shit exactly. out. Exactly. You know, it's me. That, that, day all day, that, every day of the week. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be me. So that's um, sick. Yeah. 
Well, let me ask you this then, because again, you 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 you're now with Bellator. In Bellator, when it was with the Zone, I wasn't happy with Bellator because it's like, who the fuck has the Zone? Let's just keep <laughs> it a beam. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not in the fucking UK, I, really got and I was mad. I got that mug for sure. No, you're exactly right, bro. That's you know what I'm saying? hundred percent real. I was mad as hell. I was. Even, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to fight on the zone. I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I would, I didn't agree with being with the zone. It just made right. no sense for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was crazy. And it's just, you look at it, it's like, I guess if you're in the UK, it makes sense. But over here, it's like, they weren't advertising nothing. But now, and, and we and a lot of people, especially obviously with Connor and shit, we talk about the business of MMA, yeah. right? And the business yeah. of the sport. And now you're with Showtime and, yeah. and, and CBS Sports and Viacom. You have so many more eyes and everything. As a fighter being in 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 there in the in in house, how has that felt for you? How has that transition felt as a fighter from the fighter's point of view? You know, it just it feels like progression, and it feels mm-hmm. like um like everybody's working together kind of for a common goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and they're mutually beneficial uh, relationships. You know what I mean? As uh just like um, looking at it, you know, it looks. It, it just feels it feels like um, a step in the right direction, you know what I mean? And um, mm-hmm. it's not a, a step towards something great. So um, you know, I, I'm super excited about uh, show Showtime and um, being like partnered, uh, being yeah. promoted uh, along with the box, you know, so we can cross uh, pollinate kind of boxing fans, yeah. MMA fans. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's like next level thinking, and that's uh, yeah, you know, what'll bring what is bringing the the organization kind of to the next level. Dude, I I love that they're doing that. Like seeing you know AJ McKee at the boxing fights, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and and, yep. and vice versa is super sick because it doesn't make sense, especially with and I'm gonna say with, with the black fighters. Why yeah. the hell aren't you out here? Like exactly. we all one and the same. Might as well go out here and just keep us all together and let them. And, and that's the thing, like dude, exactly. I seen Anthony Joshua trying to throw some kicks today. Granted. My man's need to stay in his lane, but I appreciate the fact that he's yeah. out here doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you see it and it's really dope. So I'm happy that you guys were with Showtime, obviously. Uh, it, and it must feel like dope because, dude, that's, that's fucking Showtime. That's exactly. Floyd Mayweather. That, exactly. That's, exactly. yeah, that's history. man. That's history right there. So, um, you know, that's history and future. And it's, it's a, it's a name, you know what I mean? It's an established name and, um, that's why I, I say it's that's why I say it's like mutually beneficial, you know. Uh Bellator is the name and it's uh it's it's gaining in kind of uh Facts. momentum and stuff. And yeah. uh Showtime, Showtime has been a name, you know. So mm. uh so I feel like it's a good move. Oh, absolutely. Well let, let's talk about so some people moving and stuff. We're gonna switch, switch gears a little bit because like I said at the top of the show, man, you're my co-host today. Like let's I said, and I, and I yeah. wanted to ask yeah. you about, you know, you obviously because I ain't talked to you in a while, so I'm curious. But yeah. Now, not like I said, now we're gonna get into shits because UFC 264 is this weekend, and you not only are one of the best fighters in the world, you, my friend, are also a fan of the sport. So, being a fan of the sport, this this matchup came up, and you we you hear Dustin Poirier, Conor McGregor after watching the second fight, not the first one because that shit happened a decade ago. So who who cares? Everybody makes so much of that first fight, and I'm like. (laughs) Fam, that's, like the, this, this doesn't even make sense. Like, they're not even the same <laughs> exactly, guys anymore. Exactly. Totally so for different. me, that 
it's but now after watching the second one going into this first this third one what were your thoughts like do you like how do you see this fight going after watching that second fight or or do you even take anything from that second fight you know i take from that second fight uh Dustin, um, through his development, has gained a sense of uh, self-confidence. And, um, you know, he's got like a chip on his shoulder, but he's not like um, trying to prove anything to anybody. It's it's weird. Um, But it's like a a calm self. uh, He seems so unbothered. Yeah. So (laughs) he's just like he knows what he needs to or he you know what I'm saying? He's confident in what what he needs to do. And he's not kind of. He's not trying to project that on anybody, you know what I mean? Um, which mm-hmm. I feel like is going to be like really I, for me. I feel like Dustin Poirier is kind of a cut above um, uh, Conor McGregor right now, just because of um, uh, kind of his his ring experience and his yeah. self confidence, and mm-hmm. you know he's. Uh, I, I feel like he's a dangerous uh, puncher, obviously. Um, he's kind of dangerous everywhere. So, and he he'll, yeah. he he's not afraid to, you know, put it all on the line. So, um, yeah, I feel like uh, Dustin is Dustin is definitely going to get the win. And I also feel like he mm-hmm. just he just like if the fight like progresses and uh, you know uh, wheels get tested, I feel like Dustin's will uh, is pretty freaking high you know what i mean like he's been through wars he's been through wars and it's like um like he just gets better with like the the war he just gets better kind of like uh justin gaethje you know when he's in those wars like he just ups the ante you know he just pushes more and dustin knocked him out yeah, yeah (laughs) (laughs) dustin knocked him out you know it's so funny because I think about the, the two fighters that I always think of that get better as the fight go on are Justin Gaethje and Max Holloway. Yep. Dustin beat them both. Beat them both. Beat Max you know, Holloway twice. Yeah, that, yeah not, man. Dustin's got uh, a better resume. You know what I mean? And he's freaking... Um, I, I just feel like he's... he's he's While Connor was kind of, um, you know, making money, doing doing things he does... Uh, and salute to him for that. More... Co- Dustin's been more like into the craft. Like he was, mm-hmm. he was in there, you know, like fighting contenders after contender after contender. You know what I mean? Um, so he has a lot of experience and and where he is right now with his confidence. And I feel like he's gonna be tough, tough and a tough out. Do you think that you remember when Khabib goes out there and, and is talking about Connor and he said, "Yo." You can't have two primes. 2015, 2016, that was your prime. You can't do have two primes. Do yeah. you kind of buy into that also? Do you think you, as a fighter, you can't have two? That that was your chance. That was your shot. I don't really buy into that. Um, I don't because, um, I mean, I think, I think you're, so as a fighter, kind of your, like, motivations, your motivations change and uh, mm-hmm. you change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... Nice. Like, uh, as far as like a, a prime, um, you know, he, he probably was at the prime of his motivation, but that isn't his motivation anymore. Like, uh, being right, a millionaire right. or whatever it was, you know, for him, like making a lot of money or proving to people. Stupid amount of cash. You know, you say what? I said stupid amount of cash. Yeah. He had all the cash. Or like, <laughs> or like proving, proving in everybody that he was one of the greatest, you know? Or, you know what I mean, just uh, like representing or making sure people knew uh, people from Ireland could fight. Whatever the motivation was, um, 
it's it's different now because he's accomplished a lot of that stuff. So in and just from talking to a lot of champions and knowing a lot of champions, yeah. it's like um like it's hard to have like two crowns, but I don't feel like it's uh it's unattainable. Like right. uh their motive the motivation has to change. Um mm-hmm. and so they gotta kind of find out why why they're there or why yeah. they need to be there. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So um so that that kind of stuff. I mean, it's hard to do. Like uh, like I, like uh somebody said, like it's hard to get up and you know run at six a.m. when you have uh, oh, I have Marvin Hagler when you got sleep, sleeping in, in silk sheets. In sleep. Yeah, exactly. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? So so his mod- motivation has to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I feel like Connor, like um, I mean, he seems he seems as far as his like training to be um kind of like um hungry again you know what yeah I mean? but uh we'll see like what his his true uh motivation is i don't know well do you let me ask you this because I, a lot of people are making a lot of this and i and i don't know i think i, I kind of go back and forth with it and a lot of people are questioning the fact is do you think conor mcgregor is still elite because if we look at what he's done in the last few years i mean realistically he's one in four at yeah. lightweight you know, and yeah. he's he and like Buddy in the pink saying, we'll talk about this press conference in a minute because it got a little crazy. But whoever <laughs> Buddy was in the pink was that pissed him off. Made a great <laughs> point. Conor McGregor hasn't won a fight since Barack Obama. He's only won one fight since Obama was in office. That says a lot. <laughs> and he can't do that. Hey, buddy he was wasn't playing, bro. Buddy wasn't playing. Wasn't Yo, he got all, so bro. hot when he do said that. I, first of all, why Connor sound like the Tasmanian devil when that shit out? He started. Boy, he was like, who let this dude in here? Who let, what is this? Man. Yo, yeah. That was, shit I mean, it's was true. crazy. It's true, though, man. It's true. If you look at, you know, his, I mean, his resume, his resume just don't stack up like it used to. You know what I mean? Um, I, of course, of it, course Connor. So anything he does is um kind of bigger or on the next right. stage as far as exposure. But yeah. um, yeah. But as far as the like, actually, uh, mar- martial arts content of uh like fighters he's fought or in, in wins and losses. You know what I mean? That's not. It's not too not looking too good. Oh, uh, bro. Like, I, I swear, when I was looking at the rest, I started going down the list and, you know, you, you start watching fights and you're going back and everything and, and don't get it twisted. And I don't want everybody to think I'm shitting on, but the early Conor no. McGregor was incredible. Yeah. Like when you watch early, when he first came out, fam, the way he was just starching fools and... Yeah. And and what it was was that you can tell he he had nothing to lose. He yeah. fought like that. He was yeah. just throwing himself out there and just whooping ass, right? Yeah. He didn't he didn't think he felt invincible. When I watch him now, I don't feel that way. I feel like there's a there's a calculated individual in there who's second guessing himself and thinking about certain things. So yeah. I'm gonna ask you this. Let, let's jump into this damn press presser, right? Let, let's talk about what are your thoughts on on the the 264 presser? Because I'm I'm gonna let you know what I think. You sure, sure off the bat, watching yeah. the presser, if I how to say he trying to get that old thing back. Yeah. That's what it felt like. <laughs> exactly bro exactly like i I said i never know like what's exactly going on uh in somebody's head but that's what it feels like feels like to me he's like trying to talk himself back up like he used to you know what i mean whereas when he used to like he believed that he believed that but he might be too like he might be uh not too old, but uh like mature enough to like know like okay, 
or like had the experiences, had some some, yeah. some knots, or had some people, uh, you know, beat them up to think like, oh man, maybe I'm not uh as great as I, you know, as say I thought I, I was. Um, but he's like talking that way, or yeah, he's trying to talk that way. It doesn't feel as genuine to me. It don't feel like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. he's like he knows, you know, for a fact. I feel like he's like trying to he's 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 talking kind of to, to he's talking at people to tell people how great he is you know what i mean um <laughs> yeah, so that's that's kind of how i feel the way my man and, and i have to ask you this he said losses don't wins and losses don't only wins and losses that counter knockouts that's it he was like so i'm 19 and one do you subscribe to that because i thought that was the most asinine thing i've ever heard in my life (laughs) that's crazy bro that's crazy if that's the case then we might as well have freaking unlimited matches then might might as well have no time limits you know and whoever goes out then goes out nah man because then nick and nate diaz will be undefeated you don't count like what? Oh, no. because he's been submitted like six times. Come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> what you talking about? What are you talking about? That is great. Yeah, man. That's that's our outlandish, man. You he's making no sense with that. Uh this is a mixed martial arts um, you know, competition, you know. So yeah, yeah. there's different ways to finish, there's different ways to win. Um yeah, bro. All so when you when you when you hear that, right, and you hear him say those things, and then even you're hearing tweets and shit come out that he's saying like first one that shoots is a is a baby back bitch or whatever the hell he said and stuff like that. Does this sound like because again, it's to me it sounds like an athlete that it's, he's he's and again, people think I hate Connor. I don't. It's yeah, like no. he just he just sounds desperate and he sounds like he understands you know, yeah. where this could end up if he takes this L. And that's yeah. kind of what it feels like. And I give him all props, dude. He he probably shouldn't have taken this fight, for, for to, in all honesty. He probably he shouldn't have take to. this fight. He didn't have to at he, all. He, fought, he, he probably could have fought for the title if he wanted to right now. He probably Fam, could've. and Dustin, yeah, shit. And Connor could have fought like Diego Sanchez, okay? Yeah. He could have done something yeah, like made, that and looked great doing it. Yeah. Right. So I have to give him props for that. So let me ask you this on the presser. Who won last night's presser, in your opinion? Hey, in my opinion, Dustin hit him with that uh, that one pitch KO. He ain't say nothing after he said he got knocked out. I mean, because there's nothing to say. You know what I mean? You can talk all you want, but he said, "I put you, I put you to sleep, bro." Oh, dude, he said, "Hey, McGregor, fast! It's McGregor sleep." I felt like when he was when he was just sitting there with a straight face and the glasses. I felt like that. What's that uh that song by that guy from um or that made Seinfeld that like yes. <laughs> I yes. feel like that song was playing uh hello or uh, what's that uh the sad oh, song. Dude. I feel like a sad yes. song you, yeah. like while he was like sitting there, you know what I mean? Uh, on on your uh, what's it called? Your rich Lionel Richie John. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, and I'll be honest with you, that's the first time I've ever seen because he hit him. The the dude asked Connor a direct question, and Dustin cut him. Why? Why haven't you? Why? Why you were nice last the last time? You mean this time? What flipped the switch? And then Dustin, for those who do not know, Dustin hit him because he got knocked the fuck out. That's why. 
He was he, he, this mug. He's like, what happened with McGregor fast? Now he was McGregor sleep, dude. Watching McGregor's face, like bro, it looked like it was the dad, first time. Bro. Your dog. Dad, I feel like he was like looking for shit to say, like, oh, I can't say nothing. God damn. Uh, you could tell it hurt him deep, dad. fam. You could tell he was in that mug. Like, yeah. Fuck, I can't say anything. <laughs> he was mad, bro. He was mad. It, like when you get was, roasted and you you ain't got no comeback, you just kind of waiting for it to die down. And then maybe oh. say something later. Yeah, no, he, got, he got it. Was it was wild because we're never used to seeing Connor in that position. Yeah, He's yeah. always the one doing. Well, let me ask you this: all, exactly, the they talking. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And here's the thing: let me ask you this because this is the first time that he usually comes in free flowing, like talking. Like, that shit comes off the top of the dome. Is he just too rich and too far removed from that savage to have those? creative puns because it, it this this seemed like you know this shit or, seemed like old school chael sonnen it didn't even seem like like kind of <laughs> shit you know what yeah, i mean it didn't man it, it really didn't it didn't seem like him at all i mean it didn't seem like the 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 one who was winning championships and uh you know starting people in the first round you know super confident right. oh man well let me ask you this do you we have this entire event the event is fucking stacked yeah we, we have connor yeah. we 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 got obviously you know we got boys. dustin at the top of the bill but the rest of this card is great obviously you have wonder boy and and gilbert burns um uh second on the bill what are your thoughts on that fight because i that has so much title implications and yeah. depending on who if you win big you might get a fucking title shot depending because right, right who knows what they're doing with 170 right now yeah so hey, how do you see that fight going right now man i feel like that is a tough fight for gilbert burns um I feel like his striking is is good, mm-hmm. but uh, but Steve, Steven's uh, his range is like so so effective. Um, yeah, like where he can hit Oof. you from, you know, uh, yeah. and like his movement is like so effective. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. I feel like um, uh, Gilbert Burns has a good check hook. He's got good uh, BJJ, you know. So if he gets yeah, him down. Best. If he gets them down or even if he maybe has some like leg attacks if he could like uh mm-hmm. like get to the legs and do like some some ankle lock heel hook type yeah. uh s attacks but i don't think he's that type of grappler um yeah yeah he's like old school like i'm gonna take you down like heavy top position like squeeze the bug out your nose type of dude yeah, like he wanted that i mean i haven't seen very many people been able to like do that to uh i mean just get in a position to do that because he stays so flight yeah. he's uh yeah like he's so light and he's he's never really sitting down on his punches, so he doesn't give you opportunity to to um to kind of to 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 connect with him, you know. Right. So. Do you think if if Wonderboy wins this, does he deserve a title shot, or do you think Leon Edwards or Kobe will end up getting a title shot before he does? I think I, um uh, I don't know. Didn't uh, Wonderboy did he fight um uh, Leon or no? No, he hasn't. He hasn't fought any of them boys. Oh. Um, he hasn't fought any of them. I think he could make a good case for it because what he's like four or something or no? He's he's ranked fifth right now. Fifth? Yeah, he's ranked. Yeah, Wonder. Oh no, you're right. Wonder Boy is ranked number four right now. Burns is ranked number two, but Wonder Boy who's, is the only person in the one? top. Kobe. 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 Yeah, he ain't fought. He ain't fought yeah, nobody in two nobody years, and he's still no, ranked number. No, one. Sit down. You ain't gonna fight nobody until unless it's a belt. Yeah, I don't feel like Kobe deserves nothing. I mean, because he hasn't proved he deserved nothing. 
I, I mean, he I he beat Tyron Woodley, who we all love, but at the end oh, of the day, Tyron, but yeah. but Tyron was on a four fight losing streak yep, when he fought him. True, you can't man, even, I, I can't even give him that. Yeah, like Gilbert Burns had already, um, you know, starched him. him. Yeah. yeah, Gil Gil beat him. You know, you have all these dudes who beat him at that point in time. Now, granted, not all. I got I got Tyron beating Jake Paul. Like I ain't yeah, I ain't fucking up. around with that one. Tyron gonna whoop that ass. Uh, yeah. yeah, I already know Tyron gonna dog for this one. He ain't. <laughs> Yo, he look. People don't understand that Tyron has been boxing and training at Freddie Roach's and at Mayweather's gym for years. Yeah. Now, exactly. granted, in MMA, because I think of the threat of everything else, he doesn't come forward. But in boxing, without the threat of the takedown, no he's threat. going to yeah. go forward. He's going exactly. to walk. It ain't no knees, exactly. ain't no nothing. And people, I think, forget that he's not the tallest guy for his weight class. Yeah. So being a wrestler, he's going to have to, he always has to watch out for knees. So he's yeah. waiting, he's, he's, he was always waiting to pull people in. So mm-hmm. I think people forget that about Tyron Woodley. Yeah. And dude, that run that he went on yeah. in, when he had the champion, like people don't respect that he because got, Dana and them weren't giving him no love. Power. If he can connect, you know what I'm saying? He got some serious power. So we're going to see if, uh, if um, Paul's got the defense, if he's got the, uh, uh, well, look. Speaking of training, Jake, bro, like Tyron training, training. You know what I mean? Oh, he were he were he training for real. He training. He ain't out real. here dicking around. He's out here trying to get he get that action. Real. Hey, he's trying to steal the bag for real. So. <laughs> Well, well, let me ask you this, because I think a, a bunch of good points have been brought up and I, and I still want to stick on UFC 264 in a second. But I have to ask your opinion on fighter pay and, and MMA yeah. fighters in comparison to other combat sports and everything. Obviously, Bellator and the UFC are different. They have different things going on. You guys have the ability to to have sponsorships and things, which I think is beneficial to the athletes. And I think it's something that it should still happen everywhere else. But yeah. Do you think, and I and I've always been a proponent of a union for fighters. Do you think something like that needs to be done in order for there to be consistency and higher pay all around, or is it just this is a game of essentially everybody's a, an independent contractor and you got to get in where you fit in? Um, you know, I feel like I feel like yeah, a, a union kind of would be. Uh, is this is there things like that in the NFL and NBA? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody else has has a union. They have their collective bargaining, bargaining agreement. And because of that, those organizations with them, it's it's close to a 50 50 split between the owners and the athletes. Yeah. All MMA organizations, because of what the UFC has done, the split is more so like it's it's 82, 82 to 18 or something like that, yeah. I think, for athletes and things. So owners get 82 yeah. percent. Athletes only get 18 percent. So me personally. I have an issue with that because I'm obviously for the fighters and I think that fighters need to get paid more. I think that's bullshit that the organization that look, you're just a promoter. Like you're not the one doing anything. Your job is promoting. They come to watch the fighters. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and and, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm about to sound like Suge Knight in a second. Like Dana White be all in the videos. He be out here. (laughs) Like he be out here trying to get a shot. You ain't fighting nobody. (laughs) Yeah. You know? uh, so, no, so I, like, I, I agree. Yeah. I, I feel like most uh, or fighters do deserve more pay. You know, they mm-hmm. they're the one putting their lives on the line. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, and they're they're the people uh, that are filling the seats. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, the promoter is pretty much just uh, facilitating the whole thing, making it you know so there can be an event. So definitely, uh, it should be kind of uh, split more evenly than eighty. That's crazy. Eighty eight or eighty two eighteen. That's that's crazy. Yeah. 
Oh, dude, it's nuts. Like when I saw it, because I mean, obviously the UFC just put the numbers out there because they just went public. So yeah. it's literally, it was baked into their, their, their shit. Like this is yeah. as much as we, we ain't going to pay the mugs no more, more than, than this. Yeah, that's that's it. You that's know? Great. So obviously we see this shit going on with John Jones and, and, and Francis and Ganu and everything else. It, it's, it's, it's really cringe when you actually want these people to get paid. And I feel like they just get, it's, it's too much. There's just too too much power on the UFC's end, and, and don't get it twisted. I, I, I'll I'll say this: Dana White, I think, is was fantastic, and the Fertitas were fantastic to, for the growth of MMA as a sport. And I appreciate what they have done to that point. But I think the sport's gonna grow when these dudes are gone. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah, for sure. You know, it's too much of a like a boys' club, fam. It's crazy. But look, let, let's transition. Let's get back to this one. Uh, um, any other fights? on UFC uh, 264 that excite you? Any other? Because the main event and co-main event are fucking fire. Obviously, we got Ty Tuivasa, Greg Hardy. We got well, the one I'm excited about, obviously, is Ryan Hall versus Ilya Taporia. Yeah. Dude, people don't know about Taporia. That motherfucker's Man. a monster. Yeah. You know, that fight's yeah. going to be sick. And then you have also Nico Price for Michelle Pijera. That's another one that's going to oh, yeah. be just crazy. Favorite, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So for you, what what do you, what matchups? Yeah, which matchups are you most looking forward to aside from the main event? Um, I would say I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Max Griffin versus uh Carlos Condit. Yeah. Yeah. Man, yo, who would have thought Car? And who would have thought that Carlos Condit would be on a two fight win streak? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's I, I'm looking forward to that fight, seeing how that plays out. Uh, and that that Ryan Hall and freaking um, Tapuria, uh, yeah, Tapuria. That's that that's gonna be a banger. Um, that Ryan Hall is like so you know uh, what do you call it? cerebral. Dude, he, like he, the, the, the the scariest biology teacher out there, fam. <laughs> Straight up, man. <laughs> Straight up. So yeah, that's that's gonna be super super interesting. And um, yeah, I'm uh, interested in the uh, O'Malley too. Um, Sean O'Malley and the uh, new guy coming in. That'll be that'll be fun fight, I'm sure. Oh man, the, who who the the wish version of Sean O'Malley? He's fighting against. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, the, bro, the my man. Yeah, nah, that shit was crazy. But look, that those. I mean, the card itself is gonna be fire. Let me ask you this, because again, the card itself is gonna be sick. Obviously, we know that. What matchups? And not even just the UFC. What fights looking forward over the next couple months are you really looking forward to? Um, ooh, well, I'm looking forward aside to aside from your own. Um, that uh, Corey, Corey <laughs> Sanhagen, and yeah, aside from my own, uh, Corey Man. Sanhagen and um, and TJ Dillashaw, TJ Dillashaw coming back, so I'm excited about that. Um, man. And um, obviously, I'm a lot of them in the in the or that uh, that heavyweight Derek Lewis and uh, Gagne. That's gonna oh, be dude, that's gonna be that'll be a crazy fight. I mean, him and uh, Nagano would have been crazy too. You know, um, that's what pisses me off about that fight, right? It's like, look, I Cyril Gan versus versus uh, Derek Lewis is a banger. I'm happy yeah. about it. I want to see that fight. Yeah. It just sucks that it's for this interim title. It just yeah, sucks like, that they do. You know, it, it wasn't necessary. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, you didn't have to do that. I don't understand that. And I wonder if, um, like, if pay or anything was involved or, or whatever. Like, I'm sure they get more for, uh, um, 
uh, they, like they get more belt. for that. But, it's but like, let me it's ask you, of, it's it, a slight to to uh, he won his like, belt in March. Yeah, like a couple months ago. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Dog, take three months break, literally. Fam, and then he turns around, and I don't know. You heard uh, it was a, like, a couple days ago. Dana goes out there and was like, "Oh yeah, you know, uh, Usman don't want to fight yet. He can fight in the end of the year if he wants to." And everybody's like, "These dudes won their belts like a week apart. Why yeah. is it okay for one to fight in December and this dude if he don't fight in July and, yeah. and you know this date? Like, I'm t- I'm taking the belt from him. Like, yo, belt. it's crazy. Uh, it's so nuts. Stipe took what a year and a half or some shit. To- Stipe took two years every rip i don't care what nobody yeah. says stipe fought it fights once a year Come and it's in the heavyweight title out of all the titles in the ufc the heavyweight title is the one that is defended the least they yeah. only the champion tends to fight once a year so it kind of don't get it twisted obviously in my head first thing that came up was Oh yeah. First thing that came up, you're right. I'm not gonna stunt that. That that yeah. is what I thought. But um, yeah. but obviously it is a lot of this like the the, the money shit. But uh-huh. the fight itself, in terms of Gagne and them, and here's the thing. I don't think people understand. Gagne is a killer. Yeah, he is. Gagne was going to fight Rico Verhoeven for the glory heavyweight title, but decided yeah. to go and fight in UFC. And and then he he went to MMA again. We're talking about dude who was about to fight for the glory heavyweight title, and yeah. then started heel hooking motherfuckers over in the yeah. MMA, and, which was crazy. Yeah, that fight itself, it's in bro, it's it's in your hometown. Yeah, it's in H town. And here's let me say this: there is a lot of amazing more and more great fighters that come out of Houston and train yeah. in Houston. You're transitioning yeah. back over there. Obviously, you have Derek Lewis. You got Mike Jackson. So you got the Charlos, you know, on yeah. boxing end and everything. Yeah, I'll be training what with, is- um, also, uh, what's his name? Adrian Yanez. Adrian Yanez is a kid that's coming killer. up. He's Yeah, he's, he's a, a killer. Yeah, killer. He's a sniper, you know what I mean? So. Oh, well, let me ask you, what is it about Houston, man? Because it everyone always talk, you talked about used to going to L.A., Everybody always talked about going to Florida. And obviously, there are teams in each of those states that are fantastic. Shit, you're one of the best teams in the world at Roof Sport up there in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. You know, and everybody in the Midwest tends to go up there unless they go to the, Mid- the Midwest Training Center up, up by Chicago. Yeah, That's okay. the only other place that's really up there. But what is it about Houston that is really starting to grow so much fucking killer talent? You know, I don't know. I I, I want to say, like, uh, like Houston is kind of like, like gritty, the city. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, like the the people I know from Houston, you know what I'm saying? Everybody kind of got like a a little dog in them from like wherever they from in Houston. Um, oh, and I don't really know why though. I don't know. I I can't put my finger on it. Maybe I got. No, oh, man, you said he said we all dogs. That's all it is. We all dogs. It's, 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 that's it. You know. <laughs> you know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what it is. Y'all ain't got no good sports teams. Don't nobody hey, care about y'all sports it. teams. We, <laughs> <laughs> we just low-key walk around mad all the time. God damn the right. Yo, after y'all, y'all I, it, it, the, moment, the moment James Harden left Houston, all y'all ah. started just going to... Like, <laughs> 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 my bad, my bad, my bad. It's a Ah. Hey, well, let me ask you this, yo. Yeah. Who's gonna win this chip this year? Is it gonna be Phoenix or or, or, or the Bucks? They gonna come get it. You, you know what's up? 
man, so I'm in I'm in uh Milwaukee. Well, I've been in Milwaukee for a while, uh moving now, but um you that? are up there, you in there. You I know I know you got Sergio oh. and Anthony out there, like really like yeah, we boxing it up right now. Man, them that that them Phoenix, man. That uh D Brooks and um and uh Chris Paul, man, seem to be Fine on all cylinders right now. You know what's the series now? <laughs> it is two zero Phoenix. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, time out. Ya- Giannis dropped forty two last night, and they still lost by like fifteen. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Come on. Hey, and don't get it twisted. I I, I picked Phoenix for this series, uh, yeah. and I pr- pr- primarily picked him because I thought I was like, "Yo, Giannis got his knee fucked up. I don't know if he's gonna be able to be Giannis right oh, now." Yeah. But the rest of them boys ain't really playing like that, man. So I don't know. It is what it is. I'm gonna enjoy watching that. Um, last thing before we get you out of here, my brother, because I, I hear the little man in the background. Yeah, I hear you, st- man. you know. <laughs> And as always, my brother, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you co-hosting with me today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Always a good time. Let me ask you this. Music-wise, there's been a gang of music coming out. You got music out coming out of Houston. You got music coming out everywhere. You got, you know, uh, every. What are you? What are you rocking to right now? Going to training. What are you listening to? Um, what I listen to right now. What what song you like? What's up, little homie? Man, um, I like uh, I've been listening to some Toby Newton. I can't Toby, an African last name is fantastic. I should know that. Yeah, but I've been listening to a lot of uh, Toby. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's from Houston too. He's Nigerian too. So um, yeah, my 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 man's his his track with Black Thought and Royster Five Nine. My father figure is one of my favorite tracks. That shit is so hard. Hell yeah. yeah. I love that joint, man. That's so, yo, real quick before we also, we could, yo, yo, Nigerians, Nigerian descent fighters are out here. Just what taking is over, it, man? Y- y'all, y'all taking over, and I've, I've said it on the show time and time again. But African Af- people with African descent, not just African Americans, obviously, but people that legitimately have these African ties coming from Africa. Africa is Africa the new hotbed in MMA. Remember, we have Brazil, Dagestanis are doing their thing. You know, what I'm saying every there's always things jumping around. Is this Nigeria's turn? I think it's Nigeria's turn, man. I think, um, and if you look, uh, there's kind of like some Nigerian programs um, coming up, uh, nice. like for MMA. Nice. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. starting them. From a young age, I feel like Nigeria is kind of gonna be the new wave. You know what I mean? That's sick. How how as a as a as someone of Nigerian descent, how proud does that make you when you really think seeing that and you've been like, what, what, how does that feel watching people like like you just killing it and you're on that same path as well? How is that like pride wise? Pride wise, it's like super super um uh like satisfying because like. You mm. almost like know like where these these people have come from, you know what I mean? Um, right. And the 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 things they got to deal with on the daily, you know what I mean? So for them to to even like to for them to be alive, you know, is a blessing. But them to like overcome all that stuff yeah. and you know succeed in something is like super super sad. That's amazing. That's awesome, man. Well, brother, look, I, I'm not gonna take up too much of your time. I see my man's is, is is mugging me right now, and I I don't, I don't want no smoke, man. I don't want zero. I want zero smoke. Uh, super, my brother. Where can let the people know where they can find you? Um, they can find me at uh, Rafian Stats uh, on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, also Facebook. 
But my brother, I appreciate you as always. Thank you so much for joining me today, man. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for being my co-host, breaking down everything UFC 264 and letting the people know what the heck you got coming up because, dude, you have some legitimate matchups coming up. And 2021, yo, it seems like it might be your year, bro. Might be it, man. Might be it. I'm excited. I love it, man. Well, brother, congratulations on everything. Much continued success. I can't wait to chop it up with you at some point soon, man. Everybody, the super one, Raytheon Stotts. Let's. let's and his little man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, man. Peace out, my brother. Yes, sir. That was Raytheon Super Stotts, man. He he is an absolute gem of an individual, man. So happy to have him joining us on the show today as my co-host. But for everybody else, man, this has been episode 298 of the Greatest Combat Sports and Culture Show on the Italian University Fight Podcast. Check us out everywhere podcasting is available. Apple, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Check us out at thefightpodcast.com. We have a lot more great content coming for you guys. And uh, I cannot wait. Episode 300 is coming up soon. We're going to have a lot of great folks on the show for that and so much more. Thank you guys for listening to episode 298 of the Greatest Combat Sports and Culture on the entire universe fight podcast. I'm your host, Serge Vicente. I'll see y'all next time right here on the podcast. Peace. Peace.